We're not perfect and we all make mistakes. But in your financial life, some mistakes can be very crucial. On today's show, we'll talk about some mistakes to avoid in your financial life. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome to the podcast. Once again, we are at podcast number 49. This is consumer advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param, the star of the show, Mo Param, Cloudvestors, <laughs> cloudvestors.com. Check it out and definitely check out this one and the next one because the next one's when we incorporate the party that Mo is throwing right. for the podcast staff. Yeah. That's, that's right. The all awaited party for the 50th podcast. It's happening. I can't believe it. It's, it's happening. happening. It's, it's happening. It's ready. Reason to celebrate because you have laid down some really good financial information. Yeah, yeah. 50 different, well, at this point, 49 different podcasts about different parts of your finances that you should explore and do a checkup and make sure that you're, you know, that you're avoiding some mistakes, but that you're also taking advantage of some of the, the tips that we've talked about. Well, we're going to look at mistakes today, and I am not yeah. going to tell you the ones that I am guilty of. I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I. Neither <laughs> am I. This isn't a confessional. This is right. not a confessional. Well, you said it. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes. But yeah, no one's perfect. Yeah, we all make mistakes. We're all we're all human, right? And yeah. sometimes our wants, right, overshadow our needs, and it's finding that healthy balance between the two, and that will be the you know, the roadmap to making those successful choices that have a greater impact in our financial well-being overall. So we're not going to beat ourselves up. Nobody's getting no. beat up here. We're just going to no look at... No one's getting beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat anybody up anyway. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're looking at these some mistakes, common mistakes in the financial world and, and how to either avoid them or repair them if you've done it. Let's Let's start... What's a good place to start? Um, how about just not being in the in, in the whole game of investment at all? Just see, I got all my money in the bank. That's a, <laughs> just staying there. Yeah. And that's a, yeah, I mean, uh, I was actually speaking with a um, soon to be client, hopefully. And, you know, he's he feels very comfortable with having money on sitting on the sidelines, you know, sitting in cash, but he is well aware that he has too much money in cash. And, you know, he said that sounded pretentious, but for him, it just feels there is a level of security by having, you know, a good amount of money in cash just in case of emergencies. But at a certain point, having too much money sitting on the sidelines, sitting in cash, you know, we're losing out on opportunities. We're losing out on our money growing for us. And one of the one of the things that having too much money, too much cash sitting on the side is it can be eroded by inflation. Inflation is real. Inflation is a living and breathing thing. And the, we all know that our dollar doesn't spend the same way as it did 
five, 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? So if we're not at least keeping up with inflation, then we're actually doing ourselves some harm. So, you know, one of the mistakes that you that you just talked about, right, is not not investing. You know, savings is helpful, but we need we need some of our money growing for us over time. You need buckets, right? We need buckets. Yep. Yep, you need buckets. When we when we work with our clients and building a uh, a financial well investment strategy for them, we talk about having money that's smart, safe, and smart risk. Smart safe is money that is safe. Uh, there's some levels of guarantees. There's levels of you know you're capping the growth behind it. So we think of instruments like a CD. Uh, savings account, money market account, right? Some fixed indexed annuities. These these accounts are money that we have in a bucket for our preservation, our our conservative bucket. But we also need money that's smart, that's smart risk, money that's in the market, money that is invested, and it snowballs over time when it increases and there's growth opportunities there, um, and having that healthy balance of the two money that's you know on the sideline for those reserves for those emergencies but money again that's invested for long-term growth yeah and and again you mentioned uh, inflation you've got all your money in the bank i've I've heard it said of course you're losing money safely with all (laughs) the bank (laughs) i've never heard that before actually you're you're losing (laughs) money safely i like that yeah if you look at the rate of inflation versus what you're getting in the bank I think I get a, like a, uh, I think I get a whole, on one of my savings accounts, it might be a whole nickel a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, high interest savings accounts now are, uh, as as of you know this recording right now, they're probably giving about half of a percent. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't lucky, know what I get. Maybe six-tenth of a percent. It, and, you know, it's two years ago. You know, high interest savings accounts were given like two percent, and that sounded, you know, that sounded amazing, right? Not 2% bad. Kind of working with inflation, but you're not gaining anything if you factor in inflation. But you're not losing as badly, I guess. Exactly, exactly. But and what another another reason why you want to to start investing is because compound interest, right? Yes. You start the, the, the sooner you start, the more even if the even if the market is volatile, right? The more that you're the sooner you start the more time you have your money growing for you. And that's the key thing, right? Time is huge. So if you start saving for, let's say, retirement, right? If you start saving at an earlier age, call it 25, 30, right? Those dollars that are compounding over time, you tend to not have to save as much, assuming if you were to delay saving for five or 10 years down the road, right? We're going to have to catch up and start and start saving at a at a larger clip because we need to catch up for the times that we've missed. So it can be scary, right? Especially if you're navigating the markets on your own. But I think I think everyone knows that like you said, you're losing opportunity, you're losing time, and you're losing the opportunity for your monies to grow if we don't at least, you know, tip our tip our foot into the equity space. Uh, you know, you mentioned compounding interest that can either work for you or against you. Uh, Albert Einstein weighed in on compounding interest. He said it's the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. And that actually leads us into. The next, well, actually, 
let's start here first, kind of keeping it in order of mistakes. We're going to get to debt. That's where I was going. But first, Ooh. let's look at how you get into debt. It's how you spend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's the budgeting, right? It's understanding how your money works for you. Because if you don't have a plan for your money, your money is going to have a plan for you. We all spend, right? We all spend uh, whether it is at the grocery store, whether it is uh, entertaining, whether it is, uh, you know, just even things like putting fuel in your car, right? We're all spending money. But the but the key thing is understanding where your money is going, having a plan for it, and making sure that we're not just frivolously using our money without having a strategy behind it. So getting ourselves into debt is something that you have to have your you got to have you got to wrap your head around it right you know people say there's good debt and there's bad debt but at the end of the day at the end of the day there's debt and you have to be able to realize like I mentioned before your wants and your needs understanding what you need to survive what you need to make your business uh, flow what you need to make your household maintain and then also the wants right and, and having that balance of can you say no to something so you can say yes to a, the lifestyle that you want or the life that you want down the road? So re, so examining your budget, right? If you don't have a budget, create one. You know, I've used the word spending plan. Uh-oh, that was my Siri talking. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's all right. What did Siri say? Is Siri, you know what? Bless her heart. Siri wanted to weigh in on this. Siri went away in on it. That's cute. Uh, but... Um, but yeah, you have to, if you don't have a budget, create one. We talk about having a spending plan instead of using the word budget because budget sounds so you know constraining and so, so daunting, but have a spending plan and start off with the basics, the fundamentals. What do we need to, to maintain our household, right? So if you're renting, you know what your rent is on a monthly basis. If you own a house, you know, what's your mortgage? Then we look at, you know, our health insurance. We look at, um, you know, the, the grocery bills, right? The things that we, that we need to survive, the things that we definitely need. And now that you have the found, now you have the foundation. Now we look at, okay, what are some of the miscellaneous, the discretionary things that we can either cut back or at least understand what we're spending. And if there is no margin, right? So if we're bringing in five grand a month net and five grand is going out every single month, there's no margin. We're, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just, there's no margin. Anything there's, there's above that, no you're racking up, up debt. You're, you know, yeah, you're, you're just racking up debt because how are we going to pay for it? You know, we're going to we're going to use those credit cards. We're going to maybe get a personal loan, and <clears throat> excuse me, and that's just not great at all. So, getting a spending plan, understanding what your spending plan is, understanding where your money is going, is a healthy examination. It's a, it's, an, it's a healthy audit of your financial life. And then once you know, okay, where, where can I cut back? And if there is debt, right? If we already have debt in the picture, nothing we can do about the past. All we can do is use the past as, uh, you know, uh, as, <clears throat> excuse me, we use the past as a way to make better decisions moving forward. So now if you do have debt, have a plan to get out of debt. I like the snowball method. And if those who don't know what the snowball method is, it's, you know, lining out all of your debt and then you paying the minimum for everything. But now we're starting with the smallest amount that we owe. Don't worry about the interest rate, but the smallest balance that you owe, we're going to put every single discretionary dollar that we have 
on top of that debt. So once it gets eliminated, then we just use the money that we're paying on that smaller debt and then move it to the next one and then rinse and repeat. And then you'll start seeing progress, right? The reason why the snowball method works uh, because you start to see progress more. Little right? victories. Start to, if, little victories, little victories that you say, oh, hey, I can I can do this, right? If we start off with the, the largest amount, then it may take some time for you to even see some progress. So starting with the smaller amount, you start seeing little victories. You start seeing progress. You start to be, you know, uh, uh, kind of that feeling of, okay, I can do this. There's some light at the end of the tunnel. I have a, a hobby now that's very therapeutic. Um, I, I, What's that? I li- and I need a life, granted. But um, all the credit card offers I get in the mail, I love to rip it up. And I say some choice words when I do it. <laughs> but I love to rip it up into shreds and throw it in the trash. Um, so temp- it's tempting, right? You, no, it's they, not. They come the, well, yeah, it was. For well, me. I mean, like it can be. It can be tempting, right? We, we every you know few days, every few weeks, you're getting these offers in the mm-hmm. mail, and you know if you're just not sure about it, right? If you're struggling, right, and then you just see this credit card offer in the mail, you just tempted, right? You could you could be tempted, right? But you, it sounds like you have the discipline, right? You have the discipline. I to have it, it now. You have it now. Yeah, uh, that's why it's therapeutic. That's good to hear. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I've taken care of things, and but man, they they still come in. Hey, you know, we talked about there's good debt and bad debt. Now, a few podcasts ago, you laid out without a doubt the worst debt possible because you mentioned 100 percent interest payday loans. Oh my gosh! So yeah. let's just yeah, safely say that's the worst. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, is there anything worse than that? It, you know that no. There's not. Oh, no, gosh. There's Credit not. card is right in there with it, though. Yeah, those payday loans, because the interest rates are just insane. I mean, uh, certain states are, are, are uh, putting in laws that, you know, they're capping some of these interest rates at, you know, over th- about 30 percent, right, mm-hmm. where these payday loans can't charge. Think about that, 30 percent. I mean, that's still on, too high, on, but th- that's not 100. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them are getting up there. Some of yeah. them are getting really up there. And so those payday loans are awful, right? Then we look at the credit cards. You know, your consumer credit card debts, I mean, they're, you know, 17%, 19%, some 23%. 27? Uh, 27. I mean, that is just, oh, man, that is that is just I don't know. I, I, it's just it's just heart, it's heart-wrenching when, when we meet with clients and they have – you know, before meeting with us, you know, they have, you know, 50, 60, 70 grand of credit card debt. And it's just, mm. it's just so much that it, it, it's just a burden on their financial future. And so if you can avoid it, do your best to avoid getting into these credit card debts. Don't, when you go shopping at the mall and, you know, they tell you, Hey, you can save 15% just by signing on, signing up for a credit <laughs> card. Just say no, say no. Do yourself a favor and just say no. Say no. Have to discipline. Yes, I absolutely. Now, um, man, y- yeah, the, the 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 credit cards are are very very tempting when when they come in and 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 if you have and you said if you have fifty thousand dollars worth of debt, don't beat yourself up though because there's a way out. There's a way out. You're not there's trapped. There's a way out. You're you're not trapped, right? It's being disciplined, right? It's being disciplined to 
I mean, that's that's why, you know, having that spending plan is useful because it's eye opening, right? It's it's okay. Here's where I am, and how do I get myself out of this situation? And it's being yeah. diligent. It's being focused, and and having that, uh, having that having that understanding of where you want to be, where, you, where what's the life that you want to create, mm-hmm. and and using that that fuel to and just transfer that fuel to paying off the debt. Right, well, pay what, off that credit card debt. Here's something that can get you in, into debt, and it's really, I mean, it's not something that you had fun doing. But if you don't have, and I'm just use this as an example, if you don't have any kind of health insurance and you mm-hmm. end up in the hospital for whatever reason, I mean, and that's just, oh, my gosh, uh, how high can that debt go? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the, uh, I think it's like the number one reason why people go into bankruptcy yeah. is med- medical debts. You know, that's another reason. That's another thing that you want to make sure um, that you have. Uh, it, that's a mistake is not being is being underinsured. And as right? we Whether speak, there are opportunities now and some strategies to be able to get insured and, and make it pretty affordable. Yeah. Yeah. There's the open market space. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the tax you know, you credits that are available. Tax credits. If you have uh, an HSA through your employer, you know, you definitely want to start saving inside the HSA because uh, if those who don't know what that is, that's a a health savings account and you're able to fund these accounts on a pre-tax basis. So that's that's beautiful, right? You get some tax breaks on it. Uh, The account grows. You know, you can actually invest the money inside the HSA, HSA that grows tax deferred. But the reason why that helps is because if there's any expenses that you have that are health related that may not be covered through uh, your health insurance. You know, you have uh, you know, co-pays, you have uh, what do you call it? You have um, a deductible. Oh, right? gosh, you can yeah. use HSAs. Yeah. You can use those HSA uh, funds to, to help, help pay that. for the, for those expenses. So, yeah, I mean, that's another thing that uh, is a mistake that you want to avoid is, is being underinsured, whether it's uh, with the health insurance space, whether it's life insurance space, long term care, uh, property and casualty, you get your homeowner's insurance. Uh, what is it? Long term care, long term disability. Maybe rent, you know, renter's insurance. Renter's insurance. Um, you know, umbrella policies. You know, all these insurance policies sound, uh, you know, Insurance is not a fun, it's not a sexy thing to talk about, but it does come in handy when you need it. Well, it helps you sleep at night. I mean, it really does. And even if you think I can't afford health insurance, I mean, there are there are plans out there that can suit you. And it may have a high deductible, but it's not going to make you put you in a situation of having to consider declaring bankruptcy. You know, it's something you can you can eat a little more easily (laughs) in meeting that deductible. And if and even if you and if and if you can't afford it, right? Um, if ne- none of these measures work, then at least at least save, um, have an emergency fund, mm-hmm. right? Start saving within your own savings account, right? So in case something does happen medical med- medical wise, you know they may have some funds available in your savings account for for those emergencies. But yeah, I mean health insurance, healthcare costs are are can be very devastating if it's not. If you don't have a plan to, uh, to to address it. Well, we have more mistakes to cover to help you either avoid or repair. And that is coming up on this 49th edition of Your Finances <laughs> Untangled. <laughs> 
how can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Your finances untangled. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param of CloudVestors. You just heard about CloudVestors. You can certainly learn more about CloudVestors at CloudVestors.com. The virtual firm, fiduciary firm, recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey and with the human touch. Mo is covering mistakes on the podcast today. Mistakes to avoid. Now, we've covered already not being in the investment game at all. So you, if all your money's in the bank, you potentially could be losing money safely. We've covered spending, we've covered debt, and we've covered being underinsured. And here's the next one, not looking to the future. And I guess, yeah, the big future, the big prize is retirement. But, but even in your life, just not looking ahead, even before retirement. Yeah, you know, you have. If you look about the, if you think about your future life and the life that you want to have in the future, it's great to connect with that, right? Connect with it on a, almost on a daily basis. You know, I was listening to, um, or, or, yeah, I don't know if you know Ryan Serhant. He's a you know big time real estate guy mm-hmm. up in New York, but he he writes down what he wants his he wants his future his life to look like i think it's like 3 years down the road right he uh-huh. writes it down and he folds it up in a piece of paper and puts it in his pocket <laughs> and what he does with it is whenever he puts his hand in his pocket he, he it automatically triggers okay yes this is the I life like that, that i want and so am i doing what i need to do today uh, for that person in the future which is yourself, right? What, what my future self three years from now. Hopefully he won't run that paper through the wash and then he won't be able to read. It's like, <laughs> what, what do I have here in three years? I want to do what? But I, I love that what? because What's that's it? seeing it. If you can see, I think, I really believe if you, the power of the mind and of course other forces of nature and however, and, and, and certainly religion even, but if you can see it and be positive about it, it can happen. Right. It can happen. It can happen. But you have to make decisions today, right? You have to make decisions on a daily basis for that future life that you want. And so whether it is retirement, right, if it's that's the, the, the decisions you make today will impact that future self. Um, but if it's not that fourth, you know, that 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 20 year, 30 year time horizon, right, maybe it is. Well, I want to move from renting to owning. I want to I want to own a house. Mm-hmm. And I'm renting. Well, that's great. Now you want to own a house. Now start to say to yourself, well, if I want to buy a house, I'm going to need some form of a first step. I'm going to need a down payment. Right. So yep. now we, we start to save for the down payment. For, it's kind of like the snowball effect, even on that as you're building to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, we like our clients to have, you know, if they're going to buy a house, 20% down that avoids PMI. So, Ask yourself, okay, if I'm going to buy a $200,000 house, I need, what, 
$40,000. Okay, then we start saving towards $40,000. If it is, um, I'll use the example for the house again. Well, it's going to go back to your credit, right? It's they're going to you're going to be asking a lender to help borrow $160,000, right? Mm-hmm. So now I've got to clean up my credit. I need to make sure my credit looks good. So do things and do steps today to help clean up your credit. If you're self-employed or you're on a business, we know that your profit profit and income is going to be a big deal when 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 the, the lenders are looking to, to 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 see if you're a good candidate to lend money to. So then get your books in order. If you don't if you don't have them in order, start right now. So again, it's all about the steps that you can take today for the end goal, right? Whether it is retirement, whether it is, you know, move, buying a house, whether it is whatever it is. Or right? your legacy yeah. for that matter. Or your legacy, right? Your legacy. Okay, I want to make sure that I I uh, have a legacy to leave for my kids. Well, some of that's going to involve maybe getting some life insurance. Some of that's going to involve getting a will. Some of it's going to involve maybe I need a trust, right? So it's all about getting the steps Understanding what the goal is, but in making those decisions, making those steps today so you can, you know, you can chew at it, you can nibble at it little by little. But again, like you said, it's a snowball effect, right? One good decision today turns into two tomorrow, turns into five next week. And then all of a sudden we're making these we're making these positive and great efforts for the future. Well, I will say this. I have either been guilty or I am somewhat currently guilty of some of these mistakes. Oh, so um, there are things I need to work on. I mean, I am, you, you don't I know this, spot but on clean. Are this. you clean? One hundred percent. Well, that's good. That's why you're on that end of the microphone uh, in the studio. Though you're you're on that mic. But I'll tell you this: uh, just doing this show. You mentioned when we held financial church. I mean, you were laying down the deadly sins. How when you leave church, you feel inspired. This show can do this to you because it just kind of reinforces maybe what you already know and need to be doing. And it kind of makes you, the way you approach it, it makes you feel a little better about it. And sometimes, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need to have a different voice yeah. telling you the same thing, right? It's, um, you know, if you look at the dynamics of a household, right? One parent uh, could say something to the, to the, to the child and it, it falls off deaf ears, but the other parent says the exact same thing, mm-hmm. and, and it resonates. Or someone and else says it, like a, or a, an aunt or uncle, or you know, what I'm, you know, somebody else in your life. Because you know, and, you go through that period where your parents don't know anything. Right. Uh, right. I, I, I thought it was so cute that Siri got excited and wanted to weigh in on the show. We should ask <laughs> Siri a question about it. Get her input. Like Siri, what are the five biggest mistakes in the financial world? Let's see if it. Let's see if it works. Okay. We're going to spitball this. Let's try it. Hey, let's try. Hey Siri. Oh, she's like. What are five worst financial mistakes? Okay, I found this on the web for what are the five worst financial mistakes. Check it out. Well, she didn't. Read. She just told me. Oh, well, that's not helpful. Well, she just showed me an article. Oh, oh I thought she'd rattle them off for us. <laughs> Number oh, that's interesting. Number one, save money to by dropping your health insurance. Huh. <laughs> what? What? That's oh, the worst. Oh, that's oh, one that's of a worst mistake. Mistakes. That's not advice. Yes. That's a- <laughs> yeah. That's advice. Yeah. The uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the world's worst financial advisor. <laughs> yes, sir. Here are my tips for you. First off, save money on uh, get rid of that health insurance. You don't need it. Uh, secondly, run up a your- lot of debt. 
Because you you can always just get out of it, maybe declare a bankruptcy <laughs> later, spend a lot of money. You don't need any insurance, and don't worry about the future. Only worry about today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the world's worst financial advisor signing <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to get the latest smartphone. I mean, that's 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 her number one, you know, financial. Uh, that's the worst thing to do is not get the fanciest smartphone. Of course, yeah. And always get the newest one as soon as it comes out. <laughs> well, Mo, now for real, I, I, I'm you are one of the best advisors. So let's go with what you said today as opposed to what I just said. And um, and good show. Once again, let's avoid those mistakes. And I'm really looking forward to the next episode, the big party. The big party, the big 5-0. It's coming. We have the band flying in. I mean, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. The big 5-0. It's not Mo's age. It's our 50th podcast here. And we hope that you are going to join us for it because it's going to be fun and it's happening right here on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.